from somewhere in Northeast Indiana, Mike Davidson lives. And now your host of the podcast, Mike Davidson. Well, yes, Mr. Rob Roop, and thank you for the intro once again. Mike with you, my wife, Jenny, the co-host. Hello. Hi, how you doing? Not too bad. Well, you're talking to the listener. Oh, I'm talking to Justin. Uh, you know, you're texting people during the podcast. Well, I'm talking about this coffee he got me. Oh. Oh, he got that for you? Yeah, for Christmas. Okay, so you, you uh, just uh, blended that then, or brewed it. Roasted it. Roasted it. There you go, yeah, I'm yeah. Brooding. Brooding. <laughs> <laughs> She's enjoying coffee. I'm well too caffeinated, but uh, ready to go as we're but recording this. you did this. ask if we had more. Yes, I did. I did, because I have an addiction. But uh, rolling on a Sunday afternoon, survived another week in 2022. Oi. But uh, kind of leading out with something good. Uh-huh. Good. Goodish, yeah. uh, and that would be Disney on Ice Saturday. Oh, that was fun. That really helped me get off my mind. Yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, you, me, your mom, and the kids. We went and saw Disney at uh, on Ice on uh, at the Coliseum here in Fort Wayne, and uh, kids really loved it. It was amazing. I had a, I had a blast too. I've never been to Disney on Ice. Yeah, same here. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, I, I think for the most part that appeals to young girls because it is skating and, you know, it's a lot of Disney princesses. But, I mean, they had the Toy Story thing and they also had some other cool things with it. But, like, it's a, it's a real fun thing to take the family to. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little rough-ish for me in that uh, this is the first time I had been to the uh, Allen County War Memorial Coliseum since the Corn Breaking Benjamin concert. And that was back in... February of 2020. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was the first time I had been back to the Coliseum since the pandemic and uh, first time since my exit from the old place. So it was, you a know, bit... the Ides of March is next month, right? Uh, yeah. Well, for, for Caesar, yes, mine is uh, June 30th, but um, the, uh, it, it, it's, it is a little rough, you know, going to someplace that I had been quite a few times and just kind of seeing things that remind me of certain things. Mom and I were definitely noticing that, and we were just keeping an eye on you to make sure yeah. you were okay. Because we were talking about that when you went to go get the kids popcorn. Right, but right. we're just like, you know, basically, Mike's doing okay. He was a little sad. And she's like, I was wondering because mm-hmm. of this. And you Yeah, know. I, don't, I don't think that's ever going to really go away. I mean, with the kids and you, I mean, I, I, you know, I managed because, I mean, this was a family outing and I didn't want them to... And your mother-in-law. Don't your mother-in-law, my mother-in-law. I didn't want them to regret going to this thing because they've been wanting to do this for weeks. But, like, um, you know, if, uh, if heaven forbid, like, things get back to normal, like, 100% elsewhere, say, like, there's a major rock concert, like, I would probably go down to Indy or Detroit or Chicago to see it. I don't know if I would be able to attend a rock concert here in Fort Wayne because of things. And that's all I want to say. Sure. But You know, we can always see Rebecca and Jason. It is yeah. completely fine. Yeah. And I, and I think that uh, ACDC owes us one more world tour, even if they no longer have Malcolm Young mm-hmm. with them, because they did put out that new newish album about a year and a half back while all this crap was happening. So if that happens, I definitely would like to see ACDC. They're definitely a bucket list band, but... Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun with that. Um, now, it's, it's kind of a fire and ice thing here, because yesterday we saw things on ice. Uh-huh. A little bit of a flame out uh, yesterday, because 
you work at a well-established coffee shop that everybody knows by name, but you also love to roast coffee in your spare time. That's like your hobby. That's your passion. Yeah, it just kind of fell into my lap. Yeah. Yeah. And you got like this, in, I wouldn't say it's industrial size, but you do have a coffee roaster. It's a, it's a home roaster that's yeah. like kind of like a step up of the basic model or so. Okay. It's an off-axis coffee roaster, so it roasts at an angle. Okay. So as it rotates, it, it churns it. Okay, and it kind of gets everything evenly yes. roasted. Okay, yeah. I'm following you here. Yeah. But, like, uh, you, you have a process. You have this, like, up on a dresser when you do <laughs> it. Yeah, I do. By, by, <laughs> by the sliding glass door, or as they would call it up in Detroit, a, a, a door wall. Um, that's, that's what Toledo told me. That's what Gasman told me. Um, it's called a door wall for some odd reason in Michigan. But, like, you, you have, like a, like, a dryer ventilation tube that goes out. And it puts all the smoke outside, so it's not trapped inside. Yeah, have an exhaust tube. Yeah, yeah. And I was watching you doing this last night, and I was watching the smoke kind of pour out. And this is like routine. And I'm just thinking, you know, if if one of our next door neighbors on either side, because like to me this is no big deal, but I see the smoke coming out of the the, the tube, and I'm just thinking, if any of our next door neighbors just glanced out and saw this, they would think the house is on fire. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I hear, oh shit. <laughs> and you <laughs> had to unplug and put the machine outside because some of the beans caught on fire. Uh, yeah, the chaff caught on fire. <laughs> so you have the drum. Okay. And then you have the chaff collector. And where the chaff collector and the drum meet, there is a little slot where it scrapes off the the chaff. Okay. And it scoots it into the chaff collector. Right. Well, with a natural process bean, there's going to be a lot more chaff mm-hmm. because it's not all taken off. Yeah, not not as much, uh, not not as many hands touching these beans. Yeah, right. And you should fill it up less than other <laughs> beans. Well, I followed the line on there. Right, you didn't overpour. I but didn't, but I'm like, okay, so I, I pushed my luck to see how far I could go, and that was as far as I could go. <laughs> right, right, but no, nothing. Nobody got hurt. Nothing caught on no, fire. No, I'm, surp- I'm pat on the back. I'm really surprised about how ballsy I was. I just. It was still like flaming, so I, I unplugged <laughs> it. I couldn't open. I couldn't open the door. So right, right. Open the fucking door. I hate that screen door. It's like the worst. Right. Even though it's a brand new house, still. Right, right. So I'm just like, okay, well, it's not letting me unlock it, so I just lifted it up and slid it. <laughs> and I took um, the roaster outlet and I unplugged it. Yeah. I took it outside. I don't even remember if it was if the machine was hot or not. I'm just like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, well, I'm you like, didn't, beans are still good. I saved it. You didn't necessarily just toss it though. I mean, you 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 settled it on the concrete landing of the patio. But like, yeah, this thing was still flaming, and uh-huh. I'm just and I'm just thinking, does she realize what's going on here? I mean, mm-hmm. you do, but you don't because you're like, I gotta take care of this. And yeah. there's like some things that you know when when you're in the heat of the moment, so to speak. Mm. You want to take care of the situation without really assessing everything. Absolutely. Um, I bought a fire extinguisher last week. <laughs> Speaking of which, I got cookie bars in the oven. I'll be right back. Okay. I'll, uh, yeah, so she's yeah she's cooking and texting as the podcast is unfolding here. Um, but I just got told, shut up. Uh, so I'll use this, uh, this moment to talk about a quick update on the Bob Saget conspiracy theories out there. As you know, uh, comedian Bob Saget, star of Full House, uh, Americans, Funniest Home Videos, also the narrator of How I Met Your Mother. Uh, he, uh, he died last month. They found him dead in a hotel down in Florida. And there were some uh, uh, crazy conspiracies to go along with it because they, I, I guess one of the um, 
people that uh, conducted the uh, autopsy said that uh, his wounds were consistent with that of somebody that took a, a fall out of a couple stories or uh, or um, got bashed in the head. So a lot of people thought that Bob Saget was killed. And, uh, well, I mean, he died. And there was like this big conspiracy about, well, maybe his family's covering it up. Well, it came out earlier this week as uh, the gracious co-host returns. came out this week that uh, the police said, okay, what likely happened was Bob Saget fell in the bathroom face first it was a nasty spill. It hurt like hell. And uh, that was about it. He went to bed and passed away in his sleep, which I could see. But again, the conspiracy theories are still out there. It's just like, I, for me to buy into a conspiracy, I have to see what the motive is. And like Bob Saget's been married a long Chain time. Chain email. Chain email. <laughs> uh, Bob Saget's been married a long time. Uh, and he had three, I think he had three daughters. And like, I... I from what I can tell, he was loved by his family. But I don't know the guy personally. I don't see, okay, how a guy in California gets murdered by his family out in Florida, Florida, like in the middle of the night in a random hotel room. You know, but there's still people on the internet doing that because that's what the internet does. If there's a death that looks strange as hell, they're going to like latch on to it and go, well, you know what really happened? I mean, that only works with Jeffrey Epstein because there was a lot of red flags with that one. But Bob Saget, I'm just not, I'm not seeing it. You know what I mean? Just a little weird. But didn't he do America's Funniest Home Videos? Yeah, yeah. I was just talking about that before. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would not hey. want to see that. I would not welcome want to. Welcome back, Jenny. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Yeah. But uh, again, my wife is multitasking right here. Always. And the, and the nice thing about you is um, everything. Yeah, well, everything. But you you have a love of the culinary. You like cooking. Yeah. And very rarely do we eat out. Yeah, very rarely. It's expensive. It is. Even but, with coupons. But even when we go out to eat, we like to go out to places that taste good, food that tastes good, and that's why you'll never see any of us at a Chuck E. Cheese. All right, all right. So the, we talk, we, we joke. Not joked anymore. To, no. <laughs> uh, Chuck E. Cheese is a bad restaurant. It always has been. Um, and like, unless you're four years old no offense unless you're like a kid it's not all that great mm. uh the food's terrible and the parents act like jerks and for some odd reason they serve liquor there and we were talking or uh, beer they serve beer they there do. Uh, yeah I, we were talking about this a few months ago when the toys r us was trying to make a comeback um you know if they really want to make a name for themselves put a Chuck E. cheese inside the toys r us don't put toys r us inside of macy's or whatever the hell they're trying to do um, but on uh, yeah, complimentary goods. Yeah, last weekend in Indianapolis on the east side of Indy, just two miles, if that, south of where I lived, like around Washington Square, the Chuck E. Cheese moved further away the city to this location, which still sucks. Would you believe another fight broke out? And would you believe that someone got shot and killed in the parking lot? Yeah, like that. It, it's it's kind of indictment of two things. How bad the area I grew up in has gotten. And that's why my parents moved out like a of few course. years back. It's bad. In fact, uh, one of my friends, Mike Young, growing up, he commented, he goes, dude, I just lived a mile away from that Chuck E. Cheese growing up. And, um, and just how bad the adults are when they go to this place. And, they, and some of the comments, like, you know me, I don't care if a place serves beer or not. I mean, I love beer. 
but also I'm an adult. If I've got kids with me, if I got my family with no, me, no, you care if a place serves beer or not. If a pub doesn't serve beer, you're gonna be mad. Well, yeah, if it's a pub, Chuck E. Cheese is not a pub. This is one of those places where I'm like, you know what? Maybe, it's maybe, a kiddie pub. maybe you should get rid of your liquor license and just leave it at that. Mm. Because I, yeah, Chuck E. Cheese is not for adults. It could be grating, but that's the last place in the world I want to be drunk and fighting other parents. Yeah, you want to do that at a baseball game. <laughs> Bad dad. <laughs> I didn't hear no bell. Yeah. <laughs> Getting stronger. <laughs> That's a joke that Justin and I have. Yeah. Stealing, I didn't hear no bell. Stealing it from South Park there. Oh, yes. We talk about that all the time. No. Yeah. But, yeah, I just, I, um... The thing is, is like that section of the east side of Indy, like that's along uh, East Washington Street, again, Washington Square Mall. Mm-hmm. 20 years ago, mm-hmm. that would have been a commercially strong what, the area. the 1980s? Yeah. Co- 20, 20 years ago, 20, 25 years ago, that would have been a commercially strong area for retail mm-hmm. on that side of town. And the only thing left at Washington Square is Target and maybe a Dick's Sporting Goods. I know there's a Burlington Coat Factory, and you know that's the kiss of death anytime a mall gets that. Yeah. Jefferson Point, we're looking at you right now. Um, but, I mean... It, I find that interesting because they're moving that standalone Burlington Coat Factory over there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it's like all the way over in a shopping plaza that has a bunch of empty spl- slots. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Jefferson Point, I remember coming up here years ago when I worked at the radio station in Marion because we were having... Oh. Light Rock Idol, and uh-huh. nobody in Fort Wayne knew who the hell we were because base it's out of the listening area. It's out of the listening area. It's out of the market. But we're like, we're going to be up in Fort Wayne hosting this music competition, and uh, like seven people showed you should up. Should have done it in Anderson and Mounds Mall. We did do it there too. Like this was a traveling thing. We were going all over the place. Yeah, yeah. like circus freaks. Yeah, like circus freaks. Well, I certainly had the DJ with amazing piranha teeth. Yeah, it's piranha teeth in a size 15 shoe. Yeah, clown (laughs) shoes. One Uh, ugly son of a bitch. But uh, yeah, we were at uh, we were at um, Jefferson Point, and this was before they put the drive-through street in there. Mm -hmm. And you had I don't know if it was Fye. I think it was what's the other one? The other uh, Virgin Records. It was one of those big uh, CD stores. One of those Sam Goody. I think so. And, like, there's all these stores, you know, with Jefferson Point. And, I mean, there, it was a to-do thing. It was like a big outdoor mall. And there's still some decent shops there now. But it's it's kind of dying off. You can kind of feel it, you mm-hmm. know. And that's just kind of the nature of how things have tra- tra- uh, transitioned. Trent because Trent Reznor. Trent um, <laughs> Because we've gone from basically brick and mortar to if you want something real nice, real chic, you'll just buy it online. And that's why Jeff Bezos is going to space people. But uh, enough ranting about the the east side of Indy and, and the malls. evil genius that is Jeff Bezos. And evil genius. Did I tell Jeff you that Justin's license plate reads J Bezos? It does. Yeah, and it has a Hot Wheels license plate cover. Really? Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, he went to the BMB. Okay, so he's he has people thinking that he's Jeff Bezos now. You want me to send him? You want me to have him send a picture of his license plate? Um, if you want, <laughs> if you want. Okay, so uh, going from that delightful conversation to the delightfulness that is all things Russia and Ukraine. Uh. Boy, this got real fun, right? Uh, so You're earlier this week, guy. yeah, Putin. Um, Sorry, so Mom, earlier this week, Jeff, uh, not Jeff Bezos, uh, 
Vladimir Putin and Russia invaded the Ukraine, and uh, it's it's been pretty hectic over there the last uh, several days. Uh, Ukraine, as of this recording, still hanging tough and uh, holding Russia at bay, but I mean it's it's still a tremendous task. Um, but sometimes I get the feeling. Sometimes I get the feeling that cable news really sucks when it covers uh, when it comes to war coverage, and I say this because uh, CNN got taken to task not too long ago. Um, I guess in uh, Kiev, uh, when the air raid sirens started to sound off, uh, they had kind of a split screen by screen thing going, and, and this has got to be one of the most horrifying things in the world when you hear an air raid siren going off. This is in Kiev. In, in the Ukraine, side-by-side screenshot, right? They minimize the shot of the air raid siren going off in the city. And they go into twerking cowboy butt for the Applebee's commercial. This is why I won't eat at Applebee's. Well, it's much an Applebee's fault. But somebody, and the thing is like, well, they accidentally aired that commercial. It doesn't matter if it was for Applebee's, if it was for Chili's, if it was for Cialis, if it was for uh, that pillow guy that's on the Fox News channel. I don't give a crap. My pillow? My p- Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say chili pillow. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. But it doesn't matter. I mean, they were covering this thing like a friggin' NASCAR race. Like, oh, we're going to cut the commercial and you can follow your race cars while the commercial's going. This is, people are dying over there. People are scared out of their wits. I'm scared out of my wits and I'm yeah, over here. We're stateside here. And CNN was covering it and they're like, well, we didn't mean to air that cheery commercial. You shouldn't have been showing that commercial the way you were doing it. Yeah, well, you know how it is working in advertising, more or less. A little bit, yeah. It's like you have to make good on your agreements and yeah, get yeah. airtime. Well, you but have to. but the way it was presented, Applebee's, understandably so, pulled their advertising from CNN, and I'm just thinking they're going to get a hell of a lot of comp ads from AOL, Time Warner, AT and T, whatever they're calling themselves nowadays, because it was just it was just a dumb ploy on their part. You know what I mean? And, of course, we got a studio audience now of two here. Um, but, yeah, I saw that, and there are people defending what CNN was doing. It's like, dude, you can't be a cable news channel that's telling me how hateful and insensitive Dave Chappelle's stand-up routine is and how it could cause violence or how Joe Rogan is killing people with his podcast. And they go, you know what? I want to put this crappy ad for chicken wings here. You know what I mean? It just that's why that's why when I come home the cable news is off. I used to watch cable news all the time, especially after 9/11. All it did was make me worry. Well, long story short, in therapy, right? Yeah. My therapist told me, "Yes, stay informed, but limit yourself." Yeah. Some people do thrive on information. Mhm. And you know, when you reach that point if it affects your mood, then that's when you have to set boundaries for yourself. And I think I'm, I'm kind of like that uh i know it's hypocritical because you know the going back to Chappelle, twitter's not a real place but i do get info off twitter some of it's right some of it's wrong but again as a consumer of the marketplace of ideas that's pretty much up to you to decide what's right or wrong that's my opinion anyway um but like even at work and i'm not going to say this individual's name because i like this person but uh on break the other day they put on cnn they're watching it and i just like what's the point 
I mean, because, like, all they're doing is kind of, you know, clutching pearls and saying what should happen, what needs to happen, blah, blah, blah. But they don't know what's going to happen. They don't know uh, what's really going on over there. And that's what's kind of frustrating. And I think um, I think with, like, some of the things going on here stateside and in other places in Europe, people are protesting what Russia's doing, which is fine. But sometimes I don't think the protest itself really gets the message across or is really doing anything. I guess uh, in Europe there's a thing called the Eurovision Pop Song Contest and the judges have barred Russia from competition because that's what a former KGB agent's really obsessive about aside from invading countries is uh, pop music. I really don't think that's going to do anything with Putin. Okay. And then there's this other thing where like uh, here in the United States some liquor stores are getting are doing stupid things with Russian vodka. Either they're pulling it, pouring it out in the parking lot, saying, "Hey, we hate Russia." Well, you're just eating money you spent, and they already have it. Or there's like this uh, chain in uh, Kansas that said, "Okay, we're not going to put Russian vodka on our shelves, but if you ask for it, we'll sell it to you." That's basically virtue signaling. That's basically wearing the ribbon that says, "I care," but it really doesn't do anything. Hmm. You know, you remember the freedom fries thing from uh, back with uh, <laughs> Iraq and French I. Fries. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the French. Hey, are... Mike, what do they call freedom fries? I give up. That's right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, the French can be infuriating, but I mean, calling them freedom fries really didn't change anything. Didn't change anybody's opinions about stuff, and like. But they did take the salt away. Yeah, they did. That bastards. I know, right? I'm like, can I have a uh, two packets of salt, thanks? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, these protests against Russia with the vodka and stuff here or the pop music over in, in Europe really don't do anything. And one thing I am going to say about because, I mean, it is a heavy topic, and I'm glad a lot of people are against what Russia is doing in the Ukraine. I don't think, I can't think of anybody saying, go Putin, right, or left. But the one thing you have to kind of keep in mind is... The one country Russia war games with, you know, trains with sometimes with their armies, is China. And China's been oddly quiet about what's going on in Ukraine. And that's just something to keep in mind. Because even if Putin fails at this, Russia has China's backing. And China is wanting to be a big power. That's my two cents on it anyway. Kind of scary to think about, right? And the fact that they own a lot of our debt load. <laughs> so let's talk about something a little more uplifting, like uh, how smoking is evil. Okay, did you see this one? Um, because the Batman, we talked a little bit about the Batman last week. The you Batman. about the man. The Bat the man. The Batman, yeah. Uh, that opens up uh, Friday, I think. I want to see it. We're going to see it. Um, and uh, if if we see it before the podcast recording next week, uh, I'll rant about it, maybe. Um, maybe it's good, maybe it's not. I don't know. But you gotta, I'm just excited. I just, love the Riddler. Just, yeah, got to see it. It's going to be kind of a weird take on the Riddler, by the way. Duh. Uh, duh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, look at my unshaped legs. Yeah, it's a... It's, it's the Riddler, stupid. Yeah. Um, but uh, Colin Farrell plays the Penguin in the movie. 
And he kind of, I don't know, there's something about his take of the Penguin that kind of reminds me of uh, De Niro's take of Al Capone and the Untouchables. It just, it, he kind of looks like that a little bit. But in an interview, uh, uh, Colin Farrell was talking about how he wanted the Penguin to smoke a cigar, but the studio execs would not even let him hold the cigar. Like, because there's become this, okay, smoking is bad, and yeah, smoking's not great. But smoking is bad. It can only be in rated R movies now, if that. It's almost become like NC-17 material. I mean, it's like... A Walk to Remember was rated R. I'm like, why? Was it? Yeah. When? Wow, that must be the director's cut. Anyway, uh, so cigarettes have basically become the new porn. Like, that's funny. I don't remember having a cigarette pack and then all of a sudden... And Logan's dancing around on his knees. But but they said basically no smoking in the new Batman movie because we got to keep it PG-13. And uh, here I am thinking, okay, this take of the Riddler is basically a serial killer. The serial killer Riddler, right? They don't want kids to emulate smoking. But they don't think the kids are going to emulate a serial killer in this PG-13 movie. because Oh, of not years. at all. Not at all. And I'm not saying, hey, look, don't take your kids to go see the Batman. If you're the parent, you determine what your kids see or do. Yeah, like Lana, she was wanting to watch Beetlejuice yesterday. Like, yeah. Honey, you're too young. Yeah. Like, you are too young. And she was sad. But I think she... and I think that's a PG movie because that was just as PG-13 was kind of taken off. Yeah. Uh, but, like, we took her to see Shang-Chi, which was PG-13. Oh, God. Uh, with the Jackass trailer, Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so um, oh, you need new shirt. Yeah, I do. This shirt's ripped. I just realized it, but uh, hey, don't worry, Meyer has more. Okay, uh, <laughs> because because we know how to shop. Um, I know how to shop. But uh, I said to Monica, I said everyone pray for my husband. I sent him to Dollar General with coupon instructions, and I did. And Monica's just like, good luck. I did okay. Yeah, you did all right, but you bought a two dollar coke. Yes, I did. So you owe me two bucks. I owe you two bucks, whole two dollars, just like in uh, Better you Off Dead, the newspaper, the paper boy with John Cusack. But anyway, and I almost said Dollar General, Dairy Queen oh, man, has the two for four, and I want a plain cheeseburger. Okay, well we'll get you one later. No. But here's the thing, going back to what I was saying about cheeseburgers or French fries. We took her to see Shang-Chi, oh, yeah. which was PG-13. Mm-hmm. Not an F-bomb in it, but Beetlejuice, you made the right call. Nice effing model. Honk, honk. He grabs his balls. Yeah, very inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, try explaining that. that's Beetlejuice. He's inappropriate, yeah. to say the least. Oh, hey, uh, speaking of inappropriate, another uh, documentary about He Touched Me comes out. Uh, Jerry Lewis, uh, Lewis, Martin and Lewis, famed comedian, nutty professor, the original one. Uh, I, apparently some actress that worked with him on a film had, in a new docuseries talked about how he got her alone in a uh, uh, in a dressing room, groped her, fondled her, and then after that, uh, she was only allowed to talk to him during scenes. She couldn't talk to him behind, between takes, basically. So they're talking about that, and I'm just thinking, well, gee, I wonder how Jerry Lewis is going to respond to this, seeing how he's now dead. I mean, and, and again... Jerry, I, I've said this before. If you get molested like that, if you get assaulted like that, you have to take the fight to somebody there and then. But this does add one thing that I've always known about Jerry Lewis, and that he is—he was a colossal prick. 
like the goofy living guy like he just had a rep and if this is true man it really doesn't do that rep any favors you know what i mean yeah so yeah jerry lewis you yeah you just have that what look on your face i'm starting to get a headache are you yes <laughs> i had a headache yesterday mm. Uh, and also, we'll wrap up uh, with something a little more lighthearted. Uh, it was announced this week by the uh, corporate heads at Target that you no longer have to be masked going into the store. I guess this whole thing with Russia and Ukraine really put us in a perspective. Yeah, the pandemic's over. But uh-huh. the, he, here's the thing. is like two weeks ago, I was inside a Target, and I would say about 75% of the, peop- the uh, customers in the store were not wearing masks. The, the the whole mask mandate thing for stores was just a CYA, I'm thinking, you know, but they probably said, yeah, make sure the customers are wearing the masks, but in states like Indiana where, okay, the, the mask mandate went out the window, a lot of people are like, hey, look, I'm going to spend my money wherever, mm-hmm. and nobody in the store said anything because you can't pay somebody enough no. as, as a retail worker to yep. go tell a customer, hey, I mean, sometimes it's a struggle. It was a effing disaster what was i had to enforce it like i had to enforce it okay yeah and i don't know if you're really allowed to talk much about it other than it was an effing disaster trying to get people it was an effing disaster and let me say after an incident Mm -hmm. they changed it yeah like that well yeah because you're you're telling customer you're you're telling employees that don't make a lot to tell customers who are going to spend money hey here's what you have to do yeah, exactly. What and, you have to do is order something, pay me, and we're good. Yeah, yeah. right. And we're, we're square. You know how it is at Walmart when somebody has to tell, hey, uh, look, you have to come in here wearing pants. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm in a robe. <laughs> oh, so I'm, in, oh, I'm in my Spanx. Uh, <laughs> oh, Rebecca. Uh, sir, you're going to have to leave the store now. Jason? Jason wears Spanx. That's right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Target's now catching up with the rest of us after we said, you know what, we're done with the masks. We're just, we're ready to move on and embrace World War III. Uh, no, I'm not ready to embrace that. <laughs> I'm ready to embrace this coffee cup aside uh, Putin's head, though. That's yeah. my boy. Yeah, he hates commies, too. All right, that's enough from us. You guys enjoy the rest of your week. Until the next week, we'll talk to you. You've been listening to Mike Davidson Live. Be sure to check him out on social media. Like him at Facebook.com backslash M Davidson Live. Follow him on Twitter. Look for at Davidson Live.